Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And here we are. Back. (laughs) (laughs) We're always back, aren't we? (laughs) What's new? What's been going on? Um, I have a cold, so forgive me if I sound weird or cough. I have tea and honey and lemon and two waters and two NyQuil that I've not taken because I learned that lesson the hard way last year. And yeah. <laughs> and anyways, um, but it's for an emergency in case I start coughing. I mean, I feel like it's flu season. Everyone understands, you know? Well, I never get sick. In fact, I was talking to um, my friend today. I'm like, when have you ever known me to be sick? He's like, mm, actually, never. I can't name one time. I mean, I've had little colds like I did last year on the podcast and whatnot, but as soon as I feel it coming on, I chop up two garlic cloves and eat them. So I did two yesterday, a bunch of echinacea, a bunch of vitamin C, ate some green peppers, and then I did the same thing today. So I'm hoping tomorrow it's gone. We'll see. I hope it's not what everyone's been having because like my mom was down, like she's still down. Like it's like a solid two weeks. Of, like, no energy and just, like, ugh. Hmm. Well. Hopefully your garlic fights it. Yeah. You might want to stay away. (laughs) No, I've brushed my teeth several times. I soaked my toothbrush in vodka because I don't know why. I just thought it seemed like a good idea. Interesting. I don't know. I felt like, I feel like I should sterilize it besides hot water. I'm like, how do I do that? And I'm like... I was thinking alcohol, but I'm like, rubbing alcohol seems kind of freaky. And I'm like, oh, vodka, and then I'll just rinse it off really good. Smart. We can't hurt. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, this week, suddenly, isn't it funny how Jax was like, I don't do podcasts. And now he's on like every freaking podcast around. Now he's on a podcast tour, like a circuit of... And every single one is the same with him and Brittany. It's like, how'd you meet? I'm like, I can't hear the story again. And they're like, oh, wh- where are you from? And they tell it like we all care. Like we've uh, all never heard it. Like, I'm from Michigan, but then I went to Tampa. and then I- I'm starting to have a real beef. And I, I don't want to call anyone out, but I will because F it. I feel like we've been in the game long enough to like point some fingers around. Um I'm having a real problem with people who claim to be really big fans and even have like a ridiculous, like maybe not earned following. Mm-hmm. And they don't even like they haven't even been in it from the beginning. And I don't even I don't mean podcasting from the beginning or whatever, but you can't come in and have a huge opinion when you started watching season five and then be like, I don't get it. Like, why does everyone like these people are being really hard on podcasts and these people are it's like if you aren't hard on them, then you aren't a true fan. Yeah. I'm sorry. But if you are just blowing smoke up their asses, there's truly something like I am like worried for your well-being. Yeah. Someone in the group has keeps saying and I think it's a great idea. Like they need some kind of panel where real fans can ask real questions and you know did did anything happen with Miami girl shit like that but yeah i've heard a couple this one it's it's insane this person never watched the show up until last year then binged all the seasons and now proclaims they are the number one promoter and reason 
for much of the success because they've just prom- promoting Vanderpump Rules and number one fan and expert. And I'm like, oh my. And then getting super basic shit wrong. Yeah. Like, don't insult me. Like, I, you know. Yeah. Anyways, and there's nothing against that person. It's just like, I want. And also, that. I like, and I, I also like take beef with the fact that it's like, are you really promoting it if you're just stealing their own content from them and then just like reposting it? Like Sarah and I, we we talk a lot about social media and like we do our best, but that's not where our talent lies. Like we we podcast and then, you know, we get it in where we can, um, but we're not sitting on our phone nonstop just stealing stuff and like speak for yourself, Katie Maloney's bar and grill. <laughs> I mean, that was the best meme ever. It was really, really good. <laughs> um, I want to make merch out of that. That's a legit thing, I think. And I want to bring one to Sandoval at TomTom. It, it's really Here good. Here you go. Yeah. Like a t-shirt, maybe a hat, a mug. I don't know. Like, I, I wish that Ronnie was, like, on a sports team so I could have... Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill sponsor it like on like you know like how they put like <laughs> yes. the the banners up like at the baseball field it's like sponsored by <laughs> like I would sponsor that under her name for her <laughs> like we should seriously sponsor like we should take out a billboard like right yeah. where they are and put up Katie Maloney's Bar and well, Grill can't be that expensive Peter got one yeah Peter got one <laughs> let's call him uh we need some help some connections he's like um Okay, in the 24 hours in the day, let me pencil you in to like hour 18 for that meeting to talk about that. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's do that. And then you had that other idea of that, you know, just focus on a couple classic stable ideas and let's just do it. Yeah, I have. I was just thinking about that. Like as I was doing my notes and stuff, I'm like, there's so many ideas. But again, like that's where... It's also fun just to talk about them. And yeah. I, I love, like, our listeners appreciate the talks that we provide. Like, we're and not getting in that business. Like, no. I'm not doing this to, oh, this is a new career for me, is selling t-shirts with no. Vanderpump sayings. It's like, no, it's for fun. No, and it's not my career to, like, repost their, their like, advertisement for the episode of the week. It's just, mm. it's, I can't. And you guys know that. You don't want that. So that's, our, that's not our brand. Yeah. Good for you if it's your brand. So, Jackson and Britt have been... <laughs> Hashtag bitter. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I was listening because I wanted to hear Sheena on The Daily Dish. And how many times have we mentioned them? We always say, you know, for those of you that don't like the honest opinions that discuss all angles and just want to blow smoke up the cast's ass, yes, and there's that demographic where you just only want to hear positive things and that's great and fine and we always direct you to the daily dish because it's a bravo sponsored um, podcast right and they do ask good questions um but they you know they're very you know jack's literally their interview with jacks it was kind of like he literally could have just slept, slept with faith and they'd be like oh oh jacks that's just jet you know like they really don't go in and ever rip on them yeah, that's um, yeah, that's not their brand. Yeah, for sure. But on today's podcast, they were like, "Oh, and huge shout out to um, Danny Pellegrino because he mentioned our podcast on his podcast. That was so nice. That was blah. and they just went on and on. I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, we've mentioned it like a hundred times, either in social media or on our podcast. You're welcome for the free promotion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but why do they only mention him, not us? I'm just saying, not fair." 
but whatever has enough no no shade on danny this was these guys saying it so all right anyways Jax was on i don't know about nine different podcasts with Brittany. again it's the same story we don't care um but a couple things he said oh i listened to the one on lance bass and then basically it was a repeat on wells and a repeat of last week's daily dish but he was saying you know how he regrets having Sandoval as a groomsman. Um, that was a mistake. He felt bullied into it. And then he said, well, you'll see. You'll see. It's coming up. And between the different podcasts, you could really put it together that it had to do with the original pastor, the homophobic pastor. Okay. Because <coughs> even Lance Bass was like, hey, you should be able to have whoever you want. And Jax was like, exactly, exactly. It's a childhood pastor. And doesn't reflect our views but you know you should just support us and be our friend and whatever we decide it's our day and you know he just wasn't doing that and he said some out of line things so i'm guessing what happened was sandoval was like what the fuck you're gonna have this guy and then i don't know so i think it's around that whether or not they'll show it no way they're gonna touch that on the show yeah no way Uh uh-uh yeah but that's kind of what if you and i would i wouldn't put it past him and Ariana to, you know, say that they're not comfortable with that. Yeah. But they won't show it. I guarantee you. Yep. Although I, maybe I'm wrong because on the front of me thing or whatever, I'm losing every week. Like, I think <laughs> I'm nailing it and I'm like, nope, I lost. I know. <laughs> oh, um, you guys, uh, Michaela got, um, out of thousands of Super Bowl entries, she came in and got some money. I'm like, that's pretty good for the Super Bowl because there's thousands of entries. And then a couple of you guys have messaged saying you've won too. Yeah, Erin won this week. She got like five bucks or ten bucks or something, um, which is so cool. So now I'm just playing now I'm all like, of them. You know, I'm like, guess. can like someone send me their answer so I can like <laughs> maybe get ten bucks? I don't know. I think of a lot of it's just probably just luck. So I'm starting to play games that I don't even watch the show. Yeah. I don't know. So he also said about, he explains the comment about, oh, I'm going to trade Brittany in for one of these strippers. He says it was taken out of context. And he was saying they were like, you know, D-grade strippers. They weren't very good looking. And he was making a joke because as if, he he was like insulting them, saying they were a rookie. They were like the first shift. shift. I felt sorry for them. They just weren't very good looking. So I made a joke like, yeah, sure, I'll trade one of these in for Brittany. Yeah, right. I'm like, that was not, not like, nice try. That was not taken out of context. Okay, so I obviously did not listen to, I saw some of these comments in the group. Um, so you're telling me that he, these girls came on to his show, you know, they agreed to be filmed and they aren't weren't like the the grade A ones. And mm-hmm. I saw them with my own eyes. One of them looks like I thought it was Lala. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, Lala got naked and she is out there. Like she was gorgeous. Like there was a blonde girl that was like yeah. stunning. And there was another one who looked just like Faith. Um so I just think that is so freaking rude and insane for him to say he literally said like do you think they liked giving you a lap dance Jax? do you think they were thrilled to be rubbing up on your disgusting 40 year old self i was watching um season two when sandoval and jacks are on the beach and he's reading his phone with the christian text and sandoval's like well dude did you did you use a condom and jack is like no and sandoval's just crushed because if anyone knows what diseases uh jacks has it's sandoval 
So I think he was horrified because he asked Kristen that question too. So he basically confirmed, oh yeah, Jax has had plenty of things to avoid. Yikes. But yeah, he goes, uh, yeah, in that industry, the first ship is, shift is probably the worst shift to have because you're in a strip club, right? I got the new crowd, the rookie strippers. So I was just being sarcastic. They weren't great. I'm sorry. But th- they weren't the best looking ones I've ever seen. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home with one of these. Um, one of these ones, like they're an object. Like making a joke, being sarcastic, obviously. Like, uh, what was that other thing that happened when someone tried to twist? Oh, the Ken, Ken Todd when they crashed into Pomp. Oh, yeah. And he was, like it said, oh, well, like we want to get as much Let's get publicity. The, yeah, we want to get as much publicity out of this as possible. And then they totally like changed the statement and said. Yeah, like that was, yeah, they only heard part of the conversation. <laughs> sure. Sure, Jen. All right. So, and then, oh, okay. So you guys remember seeing those of you that follow uh, social media. Shocking. One time in her life, Brittany wore like a top where you couldn't see her boobs. It was like up to the neck. It was like black and white houndstooth, a blouse. Um, I was like, where is she going? Like to meet the president? I don't know. Well, next Next in line would be Sam Ru- Sam Rubin of KTLA. It's a pretty conservative yeah. <laughs> show. So I'm sure they probably said, hey. We don't want to see your boobs out. This is a noon show. It's a family show. Put them away. <coughs> but I love that he kind of shaded her. She was like, he's like, now I see on this episode, it says that, you know, you were trying to diffuse things because of the, the drama going on. And he's like, but then you said drama. She, he's like, she's like, yeah, I, I wanted to avoid all the drama. And he's like, drama? She's like, well, that's just how I say it. Drama. <laughs> like, uh, who? Okay, you guys in Kentucky have told us so many times that, you know, it's it's a little extreme. But do you guys say drama? And do you say fastly? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can get behind drama. But fastly, no. <laughs> I was thinking we should, um, oh, well. Save your drama for your mama. I have an idea, but I don't think I should say it now because we'll, we'll blast ourselves too early. But I'll tell you later. Okay. It has to do with Fofty. All right. An idea around that. Okay. <laughs> don't let me forget. All right. So then last night, Katie herself had some rage tweets. Did you read those? Yes, I did. She was talking because I think she was kind of getting blasted about her reaction to Kristen because she was so rude, like, shut up, shut up. And it's apples and oranges. And it's like, nah, not really. Uh, Well, it is apples and oranges because Schwartz actually cheated on you and Carter didn't. So maybe you're right. Yeah. But she's like, oh, you guys show so much, you know, like pure Jack style. She's like, that was season three. We've moved past it. And Kristen and I weren't even friends. So no, she wasn't there for me. And like, I know that move. I invented it. Like, <laughs> S. She was just trying to F- be a bitch. You, Katie. Oh, and it was just season three, really, was it? And someone was great. I, I think I, I retweeted and followed them because it was everything I wanted to say. Because she was like, "Oh, really?" Because I'm I have all the seasons right now on Hulu, and literally just saw the cheating in three, four, six, and whatever. Like, it was great. Yeah, list of the seasons. She doesn't respond to those though. No. Mm. it literally was season six though with the santa monica makeout that like 
No one's denying Mm-mm. a bungalow. Okay, Katie. Um, okay, what else? Um, um Jax had a treat a tweet this week, and if you um are on our social media, you saw that we um did an Instagram story about this. He's like my bizarre pet peeve is people who put sticker stickers, bumper stickers on cars. I absolutely hate it. Um, that's what I have here. That's strange, Jax, because you had a big ass bumper sticker on your truck uh, in um, a Navy Seal Trident sticker. Yeah, um, which you are not, which you never were. Um, so that's weird. Like, I would tweet back at him, but I can't because I'm blocked, and I don't on my other um, personality because you know. Sometimes I'm in a different mood. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, it's yeah. it's just like, ugh. I'm sure I could catch him. I'm sure he has other bumper stickers, too. Look at I his just... garage. His bumper stickers, like, all over. Like, dominoes. Blah, blah. Like, it's all He is a bumper like sticker. Like, I'm surprised. You know he would have one saying, I got jaxed. <laughs> or, like, he, like, I feel like he would have one, like, where, like, the little guy's, like, peeing on something. You know that bumper sticker where... The guy's like peeing on like the Honda sign or whatever. I can't wait for Brittany to get the little people family one. Yeah. And trade that Jeep in for a minivan and he's going to spaz. Whoa. I'm a family man now. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. He was saying, oh, a baby on board. That's the worst. You know, you're like, I was really going to slam into your car. But now that you have a baby on board, I'll let this one slide. And he also hates when they keep the name of the dealership on the license plate frame. Like, he's like, Why? It's like, why are you giving them free advertising? It's like, um, I don't know. I never thought to take it off unless I thought I really need a different plate frame. It's staying where it is. Yeah. I mean, I usually try to like change my license plate frame, but I don't think. Yeah, I- if you want to, I've seen the one you have and it's cute. But like, if I don't, I'm not going to just take it off and then just not have one because it's that important to me to not give. Totally. CarMax credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. It's just not tweet material. Yeah. And then, okay, the last point. And he thinks he's so, like, different. Where, like, he's, like, tweeting out these emotions that, like, where you're like, oh, my gosh, Jax, me too. I've I've never heard anyone he say that. Seinfeld. Like, if you went, if you go onto Twitter, like, that's all people do all day. So he probably just goes on, steals the idea. You know, yeah. Jax loves that. Yeah. He loves stealing. And um, just. He has done that before. A couple yeah. Years ago. Yeah. He just finds the idea and he's like. <laughs> and then he thinks he's like funny with these little like Seinfeldy bits. It's like, no, it doesn't work the same way. Mm-mm. So he tweeted about him and Brittany staying up until 4 a.m. Grinding like teenagers in our kitchen last last night. Why didn't I video this? It's like. So that implies to me that she was probably up doing shots because she likes to stay up late and drink. And they did post in the hot tub on Super Bowl. You're still not letting this go. You still think it was just a cold hot tub and they're trying to pull one over at us. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, explain that blouse. Sam Rubin. KTLA. Noon. And how she looked in it. I didn't actually. I've seen her look. More questionable in other outfits, I'll just say. She's been looking very questionable compared yeah. to how she has been. No, 100%. I, I think that... I agree. I think that now, since like no news has come out and there's really been no change in how she looks, I'm going to operate on the fact that she is 
really trying to get pregnant. And with that comes like a lot of, I don't know, like he said, he's stopping drinking again for February. So they're like probably doing body changes can happen, you know, like, or like she's not dieting as hard and like exercising as hard because she's trying to, you know, take care of herself in some Prep way. Her that, body. Yes. So I, I think that's what it is. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I just really want something to happen. Like I really want it to happen. I don't know why, but I just like the whole thing is going to be so good. They have a pack. They said all four of them were going to get pregnant together. I also feel like it would make everyone spiral the most to have Brittany be the first one. It just would like Brittany is the one who just came in. She's new and she's going to like she got a spinoff already. She got the wedding. Everyone likes her and she's going to have the first Vanderpump kid. I mean, it's pretty good. And she's going to absolutely lose it. Like Jax is going to freak out and like do something. Like it's it's the possibility of having like the most entertainment, I think. Yeah. Because God knows we're going to need something because these newbies aren't doing and it. And I feel like if it was like Stassi being the first one, it would just be like her, um, like she'd be making jokes the whole time about it, which would be funny, but it won't be this, like Brittany will be she'll so. She'll just be ripping off Jackie Schimmel's content. That Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> Like, she'll be like, I'm sweaty. Oh, what's happening? Like, yeah. go get me food, Bo. You know, like, I don't know. Yep. Well, she confirmed on Watch What Happens Live that they are having a prenup. I heard about it's that. Not a bad idea with all the divorces and then his bankruptcies and her house and her. Just her success. I absolutely think that's very smart and. It still stings a little. Like, you still like it's smart and it's the right decision and right choice for sure. Lala and Randall are getting one. I mean, it's smart. It's reality. It still just feels a little, it's just still a little like thorn. I would feel. I don't, I I guess I don't know how I would feel because I've never been presented with one, but I also like from working in an attorney's office and seeing like how they can actually work in both people's favor. I think that there's like protections on both sides. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of nice to have. It's like when you do like your when you do your living trust or whatever. And like you talk about how you want to be like, do you want to be cremated? or Do you want to get buried? Like, it's kind of nice to like map it out with your partner so you're both on the same page like sometimes you never talk about those things because yeah like you know until well, especially if you have like family things like maybe her i don't know grandma left her some land in new orleans that's been in the family for 300 years and then he yeah. comes in and then they have a bitter divorce and he takes it it's like that sucks it's just nice like to like on paper have like what each person's wishes are and then if they mess that up and fight about it later then at least it's like in writing i don't know yeah, or even like her ring that is his family heirloom right i always wonder how that works i'm like what if you guys don't stay together like that's really awkward yeah yeah well, let's get into the episode. Um, let's first talk about our sponsor, Every Plate. You guys have heard us talk about Every Plate before. Um, Every Plate's an affordable meal kit delivery service that is less expensive and healthier than takeout or delivery, or you know when you have other dinner options that are similar that cost maybe ten dollars per serving. Uh, Every Plate offers chef-designed recipes each week at a much lower cost. The recipes are super easy and come together in around 30 minutes, saves you a trip to the grocery store, and also from having to purchase more than you need. I know for me, 
I always overpurchase and then things go bad. And I'm like, Ugh, I feel so wasteful. So this gives you the ingredients of exactly what you need for that meal. So nothing goes to waste. Um, so I like that um, because it's just portioned out perfectly. And, you know, you get good value for your money without wasting anything. So, um, you know, and like I said, some of them, some meal delivery services are a little more pricey, but every plate really offers an affordable way to enjoy fully prepped and sourced meals at a low cost. And right now you guys can try it. Our listeners get three weeks of every plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code Vanderpump3. So everyplate.com, that's E-V-E-R-Y-P-L-A-T-E.com, enter code VANDERPUMP3 for three weeks of meals at $2.99 per meal. I mean, when you think about it, that's like cheaper than a cup of coffee. That's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. So this week's episode. Nice. Okay, so you guys, I don't... I am struggling and I feel like you are my people. So you must be struggling as well. I was really, I had a lot of hope for this episode. I was like, okay, you know, something has to start happening. And, and it technically should be a very exciting episode. It's the bachelor bachelorette party. Usually something really big goes down with these, um so it's just being too orchestrated oh we got to make it the same like we dressed up for schwartz let's dress up it's like it's just too orchestrated and it also it's like i'm just like i'm exhausted i'm exhausted like this trip like it wasn't easy on the eyes as a viewer i felt exhausted watching them like they seem like they have done too much also like something about it just isn't coming off like how like if we were to go for the weekend for a bachelor bachelorette, it didn't make sense. It was like too much going on. And I don't know. There's just no way that that would fly. What I felt bad was like maybe too much filming and too much stuff you wouldn't normally do. But then she had like some of her regular friends and he had some of his regular friends, like, but they were in the background, but it's like, they're never around. So you're not really spending time with them because you're supposed to be filming. Yes. So that kind of And like I would be so mad if I was one of the friends and I was like, "Oh my gosh, so my friend Brittany's getting married, you know, at the Kentucky Castle and I'm in the wedding. I'm so excited. So you might see me on the show. Um you hardly see them at all for all of the filming that they did and Sarah and I were there for a lot of the stuff that they did and it was a lot of filming. Yeah. Those friends of theirs really put in their time. Yeah. And to just like walk by a couple times or get sprayed by like T. Sandy's smoke blower. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm getting bored and I'm getting like, it's just been done again. Like even Lisa talking to Max. Oh, I want to have James DJ Pride. Oh, James Kennedy. Oh, I don't know. I'm like, how many times are we going to have this same scene? We don't care. I actually just bring James back. It's actually like they're recycling seasons at this point. Yeah. Um, I have some friends who don't watch the show and, um, tonight at Ronnie's practice, I was like making notes. Like I was literally on my knees sitting at a table and I was just like jotting down my notes and like some of the funny stuff that I saw. And, um, someone's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just making notes on Vanderpump rules. And they're like, oh, like what happened this episode? And I was like, well, 
I'm like, they dressed up like old men and went to a strip club. And like, everyone thought, they're like, that sounds hilarious. I might watch this episode. That sounds... And I'm like, does it really? Like, am I... Have I lost like all of my luster? Like, uh, it wasn't funny, right? No. I thought what we were talking about before, if they actually dressed up legit incognito and spied on the girls, I think that would have been funnier. And maybe cause some fights. Yeah. This was just too over the top. It was too sketchy, like sketch comedy. But then I also felt like there was an element that was bizarre to it too, because imagine how much that like truly cost. Like, I'm sure that that was like, it cost a fortune. And so like a normal bachelor party wouldn't be spending their money on that. Hours. Uh, Yeah. A lot of time to do that. Um, And then sleeping in that makeup and everything. Don't get me started on that. I've seen people um, when they do like the behind the scenes of the movies or the bonus footage. And they're like, oh, yeah, I was in the chair for six hours to get like their alien makeup on. Yeah. No way. And yeah, a lot of money. And then. I would be so claustrophobic like Jax was but like trying the, to take it off. But then the payoff just wasn't that great. Like it wasn't no. funny enough. Like I just, I truly think that if you were going to spend that kind of money and like y- there would be something like funny. It's like yeah. they had the idea, but they didn't storyboard like, how are we going to finish this? How are we going to wrap up how this is funny? It just like went ee- and it just ended. Yeah. And like the girl saw him right away. And stupid Katie's like, well, who's that? <laughs> it's like, Katie, put your finger down and like, don't be. And like, she's a Stassi. Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, we start at the beginning, finishing the fight between Kristen and Katie. Katie's like, you're a miserable person. And I'm like, well, that is really rich coming from you, Katie. I don't know how many eye rolls I freeze framed on during this episode, but okay, Kristen's miserable. It's like, okay, Miss Congeniality. I just had that song in my head, like, here she goes. You've never been happy in a relationship in your life. Um, Katie, like, you are not the picture of, like, wedded bliss at all. (laughs) Like, no one, no one on this show is like, I want to be like Tom and Katie. Yeah. um, Sheena was asked that question and they're like, well, which relationship, you know, is like goals for you? She's like, she's trying to be nice. She's like, well, I will say Jax and Brittany have come a long way from where they were, but Sandoval and Ariana, they're just relationship goals for me. Like nowhere, like she's trying to be nice, I think for Brittany's sake, like they've really grown and come a long way. No mention at all of Katie and Tom, which I loved. Well, they're like miserable. Like they truly are. Like if you're like, who's the most miserable couple or like individual person, they'd like, It'd probably first be Katie and then Katie and Tom. Yeah. He, he was so excited when Jack said he was going to drink again the next day because he does. he's like me. He doesn't normally drink two days in a row. He can't. Schwartz was like, oh, you are? You are? Oh, good. Then I can. I can. It was like someone just gave him the best Christmas present ever. Yeah. I can drink again? Oh, thank God. I didn't know I was going to get through this day with oh, grumpy cat Katie or what do you call her? Bubba. I was excited to see you, but you were awfully cranky. What's up with that? Ugh. Anyway, so then Katie's like, so Kristen says what she does. She's like, you know, I I stood by you all those years. And again, she says all those years, not just season three, Katie. When Schwartz was uh, cheating um, on you all the time. And Katie doesn't even deny it. She's like, that's like apples and oranges. Like, again, how? How, Katie? 
And then Brittany tries to defuse it. And I do feel bad for Brittany because it is her day. And Kristen does keep trying to shut Katie up and um, be like, hey, let's just drop it. Not, for, you know, don't bring Brittany into it. Let's not ruin this dinner. And then Stassi and Katie start chiming. Oh, yeah, because we're the bad friends. We're the bad friends. I'm like, you're just making this more awkward for Brittany. Like, it was very awkward. Um and it happened so quickly, so fastly. I was, um, you know. <laughs> fastly. It's the new fastly. Fasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Anyways. Um, I don't know. The I, apple- I did feel bad for Brittany at that moment. Um, and she was. And she was trying to diffuse it. And like, she, I mean, she said her fastly line, but she's like, let's just go to the strip club. And. And I also liked what she said later, because um, as much as you know, we can poke fun at Brittany. Like she is actually being the truest friend because she shuts Katie and Stassi down, shuts Kristen down. She's like, "Look, I will tell you. Like, yeah, maybe I agree with you. I don't think this is working for Kristen, but I will love and support her no matter what she decides, no matter what choice. If I don't like it, it doesn't matter. I will be there for her." You know, and I was like, "Well, see, that's a really nice friend." Chad and I kind of touched on this in the last podcast, but um, I feel that there like a a change is brewing with Brittany. Brittany's time is running out, though, where she's able to stay neutral without everyone jumping down her throat. Take a side. Yeah, because she's being like Sheena right now, but she's not catching any flack for it. Yeah. Um, when Sheena says something like that, everyone's like, pick a, like, what are you doing? Like, okay, whose side are you on? Like, but Brittany is allowed to. And also Brittany's getting a lot of um, leeway right now because it's her bachelorette. So yeah. uh, no one is going to say a word to her. She can say whatever she wants. And so, I mean, good. And I, I liked what she said as well, but I do think that Stassi and Katie are not going to put up with that for, for long. Yep. They're going to start distancing themselves so she doesn't fall in line. But the apples and oranges thing, like the first thing that just came to my mind is like, Carter didn't cheat. Carter didn't cheat, so it's not apples and oranges. Um, And then when, um, we haven't got to the shut up part yet, but when the shut up part came, I lost my my cool. Yeah, that's next. That was... (sighs) It was scary, gross, so dismissive. I mean, volatile. And like immediately, like I I felt very bad for Kristen. I felt like, oh, my God, like if my friend spoke to me like that, I would like say I'm going back to the hotel like you're an asshole. Goodbye. Like enjoy telling me to shut up again. Like you see Wendy and the way she said it too. it always be better if she screamed and said, just shut up. Stop talking about my marriage. That would even be better than just shut up shut up like or just the way she said it so dismissive and righteous and it's like how it's like when you're in the worst fight either with like your mom or so like they're like I, i don't even know like when i don't think anyone's ever spoken to me like that but i did recognize that tone where it's like someone thinks they're so much better than you you're like what you think does not matter and so it's like just this dismissive abusive like crazy tone and um my first thought like okay i was like oh poor Kristen," but then i i was like poor tom this happens to him (laughs) all the time and that's why he's always like oh no don't don't tell bubba don't tell bubba that i did that 
because she's gonna say shut up don't talk to me you little piece of shit you know like she she is and that's why he's so submissive and like passive and because he's conditioned yes yeah yes oh you know there's that like hashtag justice for sheena we should actually maybe i'll change my opinion here and instead of thinking he's pathetic he's abused and we should help him i really think that i mean like i also like also in my notes it's like i would like to like in that moment like or actually another moment comes too where like they should have done a flashback of t sandy kicking open the door and saying that he's a battered wife because that's like it's all pointing back to that yeah that should have been a montage yeah it should have yeah, but they like Jerry likes to protect Katie because she's you know she's Team Stassi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Jackson Brittany were talking about that on that. You know how close they are with the crew. You know we knew them before they have kids. We've grown up with them. Their kids are grown now and raised. I'm like, um, no, they're they'd be eight at most. Jax, calm down. But I'm like, yeah, exactly. You are too close. They're protecting you. Then then that's just a scripted show. That's not a reality show. Yeah. Oh, so then they're wanting to go to the strip club. And one of my friends said, why wouldn't you go to a men's strip club? No, I don't really care if they go to women's or a man's, whatever you want to do. But I just thought it was a little like, they're trying too hard. Like, hey, everyone, show Brit your titties. And have all the friends shove it in her face, shove their asses in her face, grind out. I'm like, if I, I mean, my bachelorette party, please don't do that. I don't want that. Come on. <laughs> I really want to do that. I don't do want it for my friends. I don't want it from strippers. I'd probably rather from a stripper than my friends. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It just seemed like... And then that... Was it a stripper or one of the cast members juggling Britney's boobs in that scene? I thought it was one of her friends. I mean, they were really aggressive. I was like... I mean, I'm pretty sure they were like doing like a figure eight like but but opposite ways right like vertically and horizontally like it was one of the most wild things i've ever seen (laughs) like if someone doesn't doesn't turn that into like a a, what's it called a gif a gif Uh like that and i don't even know like what the caption would be for that i saved the video just in case because I mean, it like I had to clutch my own boobs because I was just like, do you know how painful that would be? <laughs> and you could see her face. She was like, uh, and those things were really moving. Uh-huh. Like really moving. Yep. Well, it's because she never wore her supportive gear after she got it done. So then that creates a lot of movement. Yeah. Maybe Jax is into that, you know? Yeah. Okay, so then they're there, they're doing their grinding and showing each other their boobs and their face, and then the old men walk in. <laughs> um, I thought, oh God, I took a picture of Schwartz when he had like partial makeup on, he had like this orange curly pubic hair looking beard, and like this nylon over his head, and I thought, this is truly his soul. He looked like a really dirty serial killer clown, I'll post in the group, I was, I was disturbed I who, who was this sorry schwartz schwartz okay i had to look away i have it on my phone i can pull it up um and then i think Jax is probably the most believable but maybe because he sold it with the personality i'm like that is you Jax. like yeah i own two strip clubs in tampa and 
you know, whatever he was saying, um, lined up. Oh, I like pussy. Like, mm -hmm, okay. That's probably the most believable one. Yeah. I did not need to. Oh, Bo was grossing me out in his conventional, uh, confessional trying to pretend he was putting in dentures. The sound effects were like, it was really gross. It was super gross. I was, and it was like pretty spot on too. I was impressed that one. And then when Jax is pulling off his makeup and it was like, Oh, that freaked me out. Yeah. That noise. Both those sound effects were like too far for me. Um, I thought Schwartz's was dumb. And like, you didn't sell. He's like, I am Nico. Like he would go in between like nine different accents. So this just didn't work for me. Um, Mm -mm. I feel like someone came to the producers and were like, we have this idea. Uh, we'll dress up as old men like we'll spy on the girls it'll be like a really cute little idea but then it's like it just it didn't work no it just didn't it wasn't funny it wasn't i don't know it wasn't like oh my god and maybe we've just and why much i don't know why was it only them that did it like what about i wanted to see peter as an old man or i wanted to see you know um they did in new orleans remember carter didn't dress up peter didn't dress up like i wanted to see maybe like um jack's brother-in-law do it or britney's brother because they were there because he said they brought him a lap dance yeah I don't know. So, like, um, what were they? What were those poor guys doing? Like, for the four hours they were getting their makeup on, it was like just chill time. Hopefully, they were at the pool enjoying Miami. Yeah, or at the ocean. Yeah, um, they probably had the, a better time than the cast. Yeah, they didn't have to film. Then the grossest scene of all when Schwartz takes his pants off and is dancing around in front of Katie and his saggy whitey tidies. I, I had to run to the bathroom at that moment and try not to gag. That was gross. And Katie did too. Like, did you see how disgusted yeah, she like, was? So, well, this is a change, but it's not good. <laughs> uh, anything else happened at the strip club? Because, like, we don't have to go precisely in order. I'm just trying to remember if anything else happened there. I don't think so. No. All right. So we go over to Sir. And Danica's talking to Lisa and she's like, I'm getting an award, an award. Did you hear me? I'm getting an award. So I need this table. And also, I know you just graduated college, but you're going to run, sir. I would like to do like a, some sort of like meme of every award that Lisa has won since the beginning of Vanderpump Rules because Every season, she finds something to like let us know that she is winning, whether it be she's on the cover of a magazine or she's being honored by this society or a star in Palm Springs. Yeah, like it's always yeah. something. And ugh, I don't know. I'm just nuts. And yet there are no um, LGBT cast members. Yeah. it's Or people of color. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't track. Um Oh, here's what I forgot, too. Katie was tweeting about um, when she was ripping on Sandoval. She's like, well, I grew up in the restaurant industry. I could run circles around Sandoval in a restaurant. And I thought, well, that's funny because you worked at Sir for a super long time. And yet 
you were never the manager. Peter started as a bar ba- oh, no, he started as a busboy. Uh-huh. Work made his way up to bartender, then to manager. Um, Diana, same thing. She became manager same time as Peter. They both were there as long as Katie. And now look at Danica. She's just fresh out of college, and here she's a manager. Katie, if you could run circles, why isn't it called Katie Tom? Or why why were you never a manager at Sir? Did Lisa just not see it? Yeah. Um, I'm having a really hard Call time like with Danica. Every time she comes on the screen, like I feel like I'm like put into like a trance, like in a bad way. And I just sit there until she's off my screen. Yeah, I'm bored. And what I think they did wrong was film. They're creating scenes for her and Dana. And what they need to do is film Danica with her boyfriend and get that crazy on film. Yes. Because there's or a lot I of guess it. it was like kind of interesting when she was like, well, I'm just warning you like woman to woman about him. Like, I guess that's. It's all right, well, but it, I was just like, I don't care. What I like, I don't care that, if you get hurt, Dana. I just yeah, don't. I don't. I, the only thing I liked about that is like she's already. We've already had this conversation with Sheena, but at least Danica showed up with a receipt and pointed to the receipt, Adriana, and said he was seeing her. It, she thought it was going somewhere. Then on her thirtieth birthday, he slept with her friend, ghosted her. Um, I liked that she had like an example that didn't have to do with Sheena. Um, now has, uh, has anyone ever done this to you? Like, have you ever got warned by a girl that was possibly jealous of what you were doing? No, not that I can think of offhand. Me neither. I don't, I don't think that's happened to me either, but I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Like, because I know a lot of people are like faulting um, Dana and they're like, always believe the girl, like always believe, you know, like what you're the other girl saying. But I I don't fault um, Dana for not believing Danica right off the bat because she's coming off like she has an agenda and like yeah. she's possibly doing it for Sheena or something like that. Um, I wouldn't give her that. Like benefit, I would give the guy the benefit of the doubt, but my red internal red flags would totally. be totally, and I'd be watching it real closely. And I would also be like kind of thankful for the girl saying something because you yeah. would hope that someone would say something to you. But I'd go talk to Adriana if I was her. Yes, um, that's the story, and I hate again. I know we're jumping ahead, but when Dana then confronts Max with this news, oh, okay, okay, just like Jacks. Max has grown those racist tweets for nine years ago. He's grown into a fine young man. Okay, well, he already shaded Sheena by by belittling her, saying she's a stage five clinger, saying she's boy crazy after we saw him pursuing her. And now he's doing it to this Adriana girl saying, oh, no, that was like a late night booty call, maybe. Like nothing more than that. Like he totally belittles and shades her. So you're still a pig. You're still an asshole. You haven't grown or changed. Just because you don't say those words anymore doesn't mean you've changed. Good point. I mean, that was gross what he did to Dana. It really was. And she's not even on the show. Like, why you got to shade her like that? Like, she's so pathetic. She was just a late night booty call. And I'm sorry. I went to her Instagram. I don't even know how he got her. She is. She's like the Christina Kelly. She is just striking, beautiful. She has really cool Instagram shots. She's definitely like the Instagram model girl, but she has really cool shots and she's gorgeous. And I just don't get it with Max. I don't understand. And then what about um, when he was like, you know, like, I don't want to take it there, but I could like ban them from my bar. (sighs) 
Oh, that's okay. I tweeted that to Lisa. I said, oh, yeah, I really don't think he's changed Lisa. First of all, he, he kind of shades sir in that. Because he goes, and look at them. They, they just, they're low, like little servers at, over at Sir. I'm the general manager at TomTom, Tom, and I could just not even let them in here if I didn't want to. I'm like, okay, A, power trip. That's a lawsuit. Now you're wielding your power over, you know, someone you slept with, basically. Um, gross, but also potentially an HR issue. <laughs> you said basically lowly little servers over at Sir. He kind of implied shade, like that's not as high as Tom Tom. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm the general manager. It's like, okay, and? <laughs> yeah, that really bothered me when he said that. I was like, ew, just don't be like that. And like every job is important, but like, that's what you're throwing around to pull rank. Like, you know, some guys will be like, I'm the CEO of a bank. And it's like, that's douchey for them to say. But to throw around, you're the general manager at like a little shoebox of a bar in West Hollywood. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it's great. And that you're going to ban someone. But you're going to use that as like a power move and like a title. Okay. Yeah. You're going to ban someone. Okay. Yeah. Gross. So I just thought he is an immature little douchebag. He was not grown. He's just a spoiled, entitled, little delusional fuck because, um, I don't know, Max, get a mirror. I don't see it. Yeah. Um, And it's not about his looks. It's about his ugliness inside. Totally. The things that he's saying. Yeah. Anyways, really, really short little tangent there just worked me up. That's why I'm, I'm just over these newbies. Don't give a shit about Brett. He had no point in being in this episode. The Danica and Dana thing was pretty boring. Like I said, I'd like to see Dana with her relate Danica with her relationship, or maybe out with some friends where they get crazy drunk and do crazy shit that Vanderpump kids used to do eight years ago. Then maybe I'd be um, along for the ride more than I am right now. And enough with uh, don't tease us with Raquel and then not give us Raquel. <sighs> yeah. Hopefully next week will be better. We're going to have Raquel and uh, DJ James. And it looks like there's a little bit of drama between both of them. So it's like, finally, finally. And Chad made a comment where he was like, well, if they're waiting until episode six to bring uh, James on, they knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Like they know that he's one of the main draws and that he is going to bring it back for them. I don't know. I feel like they really waited too long. At episode six? Yeah. We're not seeing him till six? Explains a lot of his traveling gigs last summer when I was like, why is he doing all these gigs? They're filming now. It's like, oh, he had to. Yeah. <laughs> he needed to make yeah. some money, but also good for him for not sitting around. Yeah. Um, Katie tells Tom after the underwear scene about what Sandoval and Ariana said. And he's like, oh, Bubba, like... I know my strengths and weaknesses. Like, I'm really prompt. I'm prompt and uh, I'm charming. I'm like, okay, well, if that's your job description, cool. But is it? Like, that's all you do? You're prompt. Hey, short, show up at seven and shake hands and kiss babies. Okay, well, he does that. So, cool. I just don't understand why we are supposed to be watching this show called Vanderpump Rules following the lives of people that supposedly work at a restaurant yet we have not been given the the roles or like the job description that these two guys are supposed to have yeah. and we're supposed to just like be on board with them 
you know, these text messages for Stassi's party and, oh, like, do you know how to use the computer system? Like, Lisa hasn't even told us what their their role is. It's stupid. And then meanwhile, um, Tom Schwartz, I mean, um, Sandoval is working shifts at Sir. Like, what (laughs) is going on? Did they just get paid for their name or is it something else? And until they clarify that, why should we care? Right. I don't care because no one has ever clarified what it is. And it's probably a lie, even if they did clarify it. So how are we supposed to know if Schwartz did his job or not? Because we don't know what his job is. Exactly. We don't know what Sandoval's job is. And and Sandoval and Schwartz don't know it either. That's why it's like... (laughs) I, I mean, yeah. I get why T. Sandy's frustrated because he's like working circles around him. But at the same time, it's like, is it really his fault? He's not, he hasn't done anything wrong because I mean, the job is nothing. At least I have seen Sandoval haul bags of ice in from the back into the restaurant. Yeah. So I've seen him actually do something besides take selfies with people. Yeah. So maybe that's why he's mad. Um, but yeah, we need to retire this whole book gate shit. It's like turning into puppy gate and let it go. It's over. We don't need to talk about the book launch. Anymore. No, move on. Oh, okay. So, oh, well, we already kind of talked about Danica and the max thing. They go back to Miami and Sheena tells Peter to hurry up in the bathroom. It would make sense if Peter takes longer in the bathroom than Sheena. It would, yes. She should have went first. Ah, uh, Sheena, I've got my process. It's, you know, I spent four of my 24 hours doing my masks, my harrow, my tonic. It, you know, I don't wake up looking like this, Sheena. So, and then we see more tidy whitey dicks over and over again. Um, Ariana and the Toms are hanging out. And sorting things out. And again, who cares? Like, Schwartz is like, oh, just not like you. That was Bush League. That was Bush League. And your I'm sorry, butts montage. And I just, I'm over it. I'm bored. Yeah. Um, I do have like a question of the week and I'll post it in the group and on Instagram or whatever. But do you guys think that anybody, any of the guys and the girls or whatever, do you think anybody had sex with that old man makeup on of the couples that were dressed up? Do you think anybody boned? I mean, Stassi was not into it. She made that clear. She was disgusted. Um, The other thing that I really noticed on this trip was, did you notice like the insane light? Like, um, like they're supposed to be like, ah, like waking up the next day and it goes to each of their stupid rooms like we do every, you know, like, yeah. oh, look at them waking up. It was bright AF. And I know that, that that Miami is bright and like the rooms are white and everything. But like, I don't know if you watched again, like look at the crazy shadows and the way the rooms are lit. Like it was ridiculously lit while they were in bed. Yeah. Like where it it looked really bizarre, like not in a good way. Yeah, I would say maybe Sandoval and Ariana because she's she was wasted and she seems strangely intrigued by the makeup. Okay, now my next question is: If you had a choice, like you wake up the next day, are you going to choose going to the beach or the pool? Um, I would go to the beach because it's Miami because the water's so nice. If it was Santa Monica, I'd go to the pool. 
Yeah, I would go to the beach. I I might like do like a split like moment where like I was at the beach for a little bit and then I might end it at the pool. Yeah, like for some lunch and like a drink or something. Yeah, you get it because a drink on the beach it gets warm, it melts, it gets sand in it. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, but it's fun. And then you, but not more than one. Yeah, and then you clean up and go to the pool. You probably have to go to the bathroom by that point. Yeah, yeah, but you have to go down to like the beach is like an experience. You know, if you're there, you got to do it. I think they were just trying to avoid the drama totally um so yeah we're back to that the guys order that gross disgusting fish bowl with all these straws and i'm like i'm not sharing that bowl with jacks no thank you um kristen comes down there with ben apparently he got at least a a credit yeah (laughs) and that's what Brittany says you know don't drag me into it. She'll always be there for Kristen, even if it, you know, she doesn't agree with her, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Stassi's like, yeah, she's like, it's so weird. Like me and Kristen and Katie used to sit around and like bitch about people all the time. And it was like super fun. But now it's like me and Katie sitting around bitching about Kristen. And like, it's kind of sad. Like that was her emotion. I'm like, it. well, it is sad. But like you saying it like that, not sad. You're like, it's kind of sad. It's yeah, like you could you could have a little fake it. Just be like, you know, it's actually it's, it's kind of sad. Like she said it like in her clueless voice, and I was like, yeah, you're just not sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Sheena kind of ends it telling Kristen, well, not everyone's meant to be lifelong friends, and you know, which I guess is good advice. Yeah, I think Kristen's finally. I thought it was good advice accepted that yeah because said again on watch what happens live it's like 50 50 if she'll get an invite it's pretty shitty messing with someone's paycheck as well as cutting them off with this friendship because she won't be in that episode or those 10 episodes because yeah Stassi's wedding so the whole season's probably gonna be that you're right that's a really good so point she's fucking Kristen's mortgage yeah. right now yes you guys probably better go buy some james may t-shirts because to help yeah true well then they're their last night out okay here's another sandoval thing that he did besides getting the boat and by the way thank you the person that posted in our group they looked up the the boat that sandoval rented it it is billed as a yacht it is not billed as a barge or a boat the the company that rents it out says yacht um that was great research thank you for that so Sandoval did that, and then he also made those cardboard cutouts because he was the one that brought them in, right? So I assume he made them. That was cool. So it's like, what What didn't he do, Jax? Because he's on every podcast saying he didn't do anything. Schwartz did everything. I'm like, really? Because what we've seen so far, Sandoval's done everything. Yeah. So then Brittany's like passing out sashes and... They all have their, you're the wild one, and Katie, you're bootylicious, and I'm the bride, bitches. <laughs> and that laugh. I can't. Stop the laugh. Stop the madness. Yes, it is a lot. And that's kind of... Uh, what did you think? Um, I don't know where I'm bouncing to right now, but what did you think about when um, they went back to Sir and people were delivering the espresso martini? <laughs> Sarah had a moment with the espresso martini. Well, I say espresso. Yeah. I'm just fruitying you. you. Fruitia, yeah. (laughs) Fruitia. What? You mean when I was asking Fruitia about it? Yes. Oh. 
I just thought it was like bizarre. <laughs> like, why are they pushing that drink? Like, why are they like they mentioned it twice? Because it's the only drinkable drink there. Ugh, I don't. I, I the think only other one I get is. I mean, actually, that strawberry. It just doesn't even sound good. Like, I I just don't. Oh, I make them at home. It's good. <laughs> um, you know, like Godiva, half and half espresso vodka. It's good. It's the only thing I'll drink there because it's kind of hard to screw up because it's going to taste good because it has like coffee chocolate taste in it. Yeah. Their cucumber one I would get, but it's still too sour. Like, remember you tried it and you're like, oh, it's like they put sweet and sour or something instead of fresh cucumber and lime. I don't know. It's I've I've ordered it a few times that it's probably my go to besides espresso, but the, uh, the strawberry, I guess, is OK if you want 9000 grams of sugar. So. I mean, the chocolate and coffee and half and half is way better. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I guess I would just, I feel it more because it's a martini, whereas a strawberry is like blended and on ice. And like, I don't ever feel those drinks. Yeah. It's just like Kool-Aid to me. So like a, when it's shaken in a martini, like it feels more like dessert, like a dessert, treat. and I can also feel the alcohol right away. Okay. So and isn't that the point? Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, I would just have some chocolate milk, like Brittany's favorite drink. That if she was on death row, she'd request chocolate milk as her last beverage. Did she really say that? Yeah, she said it on Stassi's podcast. <laughs> you know when Stassi does that? What would your last meal be if you were on death row? Mine would be ranch. Right, and you said chocolate milk. <laughs> she really did. I am like gagging right now. Yeah. So Ugh. speaking of Stassi, so Stassi and Kristen sit down towards the end of the episode. And I thought, okay, if the editors are ever going to troll her, they kind of did it here. Because they just showed Stassi going on and on and on about, I'm never not going to be your friend. I'm going to be there for you no matter what. It doesn't matter who you date what decision you make, I will be there. I never want that to change. I love you. And it just went on and on. And those are just, that's not even the whole thing. And then, you know, we hear her, of course, on in articles, on podcasts and social media, completely the opposite of the end on the show. Like, we've outgrown each other and she's toxic. And it's like, so all of these things you said was, you didn't back it up. That's all I'm going to say. I was like, I was confused by this whole scene because I was like, wait a second, like Stassi's being really nice and like she's saying every single thing that like I I know that Kristen needs. Yeah. And you could like see like Kristen was It's like what Brittany said. It's like yeah, it was like she it was, was like so life was being breathed into her and it was like she was getting a huge hug like from her mom saying it's going to be okay. It was like Stassi was giving her CPR and yes. Kristen was like lighting yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it was like beams were just like going yeah. through her. She like, looked super relieved and yes. it was great. But now we see that was all bullshit. Whereas like Brittany still is like backing her up. Backing so her words up. supposedly something big happens at Brittany's wedding at the actu- at the Kentucky Castle. So like maybe something happened so big that like she can't back up what she's saying right here. Like I I don't know. Like Kristen overreacts at some podcasters were at the castle or something. Maybe yeah. Huh. And maybe makes a big like maybe Brittany was forgetting about it, but Kristen keeps bringing it up. Right, like the don't do a Brittany. Or maybe she like goes into the castle, like to, or the like the room to like go check on Brittany's room, and then sees like the faith signs or something. <laughs> you know, I I don't know. It's 
Oh God, I hope we're, I hope that it's in there. <laughs> oh my God, yay, aged. Okay, now is this your favorite part? Because you asked me to pull it up with Lisa's diamond encrusted pillbox hat. I just wanted to see it again. Um, yes, I did really like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I love a pillbox hat. And then at first it was to I an, was, it was to an accept an award, you know, like I she. Was, yeah. I was laughing. I'm like, this is very Lisa. This is so like cheesy tacky and then i'm like i kind of like it <laughs> um it going funny. sorry going back really quick like what did you think about when stupid katie was like i'll show her what it's like i'm oh. gonna <laughs> the threat yes yeah bubba i'll show her what it's like she's cut she's cut oh i'm gonna show her what it's like to take a break okay katie you teach her that lesson like once again like poor she's cut Schwartz. That was as bad as the shut up, shut up. That she's cut. Like you, it was so so junior high, and like right and like oh don't don't talk to her like she's she's not no no she's cut like oh, oh that was awful horrible. So someone posted that Stassi she posted that picture of her and Kyle at Watch What Happens Live and she's like don't ever fire me I love this sh- job so much and then Katie comments ditto like me too and i was just like eh, don't hold your breath you might want to start working on that pucker blog katie because you're not really bringing anything but misery to the table as per usual and and we don't we're not saying that in a way where like katie like don't flatter yourself like you're not entertaining like in a villain sort of way it's just like it's like just get off of our TV is all I have. Like I yeah. Like it's not funny. It's not cute. It's not different. It's just like bullying and just like mean girl and just yuck. Like you yeah. really don't deserve to be treating people like that. We've we've watched the show from the beginning. Like who are you to be throwing yeah. stones in your glass house? Oh yeah, speaking of Katie, so Stasi also said on um someone asked who's the least um like the worst dressed on the show and she's like oh, Sheena and I can say that cuz she laughs when I say it but she knows I don't like her clothes and I'm like how could you say that when you sat next to your best friend and let her look like Barney on watch what happens live like and then every other outfit pretty much Katie wears 99% of the time are equally as hideous and it's like yeah I get well, A, she, uh, Stassi, you wear the same exact thing every single day, the same cut. The, the, it's just like, it's enough. We know my feelings on this. Sheena, got it. She wears a crop top every day and leggings and like the big space shoes. Got it. Okay, so same, same. But I don't really see how hers is any worse, but certainly not worse than Katie's. No. And I I really think that, um, I think that, um, Sheena is like celebrating her body. Like if you look at Sheena from like season one until now, she's completely changed her body. She's like very proud of it. She works very hard. And I think that really bothers the other girls. Not that they, I mean, they, everyone looks great, but Sheena truly has had like a major transformation where like she is like, she was always like very petite, but now she's like a tiny little girl. Cause she trains every day and she's never been, 
the big drinker where they all drink a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think they get mad that she can be out all night and have fun, but not be drinking. She can still work out where they all hate working out, especially Mm -hmm. Stassi. So Stassi's answer is, now she's on this big, I'm intermittent fasting. I'm fat. It's like, okay, like that's a thing, but it's just because you're lazy. Yeah. It's, it's you, or you're not dedicated or committed. Like, you'll see, oh, we went to Lit Method, and then you won't see it again. It's like, yeah, you're not going to get Lala's butt or Sheena's um, butt because they both worked for theirs. Well, and I think, like, you can, like, have different goals. Like, maybe her goal isn't to be, like, toned or whatever. Like, maybe she just wants to be thin, you know, and you yeah. don't work out. That's fine. Yeah. But, um, I just, I mean, I truly think that Sheena has like really done something incredible. Like I was watching one of her stories and like she was um, working out and I was just like, she has like completely changed her body. Like it's, it looks, and her body looked great in the beginning. Like I didn't even know she could do better, but she did. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I think that's. Well, and I saw Lala's body change too. Another person that didn't need any improvement, but she like kind of re-sculpted her body a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's super inspiring. Like you totally can do it. Um, but it just takes effort and commitment and dedication. And that just, maybe and, it's not worth the trade off for Stassi. And that's fine. That's your personal choice. Cool. And but also, don't yeah. Else. And also it like takes like, like truly sticking to a plan, which takes yeah. commitment. Like you said, like not drinking or, you know, something like that where like maybe it's not popular, but you can do it. Yeah. And it's hard on the road for sure. So mm-hmm. I totally get that with her, but you got to figure it out at some point. Yeah. Anyways, or just be fine with who you are and not, you know, resent anyone else, which I'm not saying she resents Sheena. They're just, I don't know. It's just always something she likes to make fun of her for. It's just strange because um, I feel like Sheena dresses like a lot of people do right now. Like she's very trendy. So to hate on like how Sheena looks is to hate like kind of on popular culture right now. Well, she does though. She says that all the time on the podcast. How she hate how back in her day, they used to have to go and wear those like bandage dresses and heels and they did it right. Now these girls just go in their workout pants to the club and it's not fair. And it's like, well, it is fair because they're smart enough to figure it out. Like, I'm not doing this shit. I'm going to go be comfortable. Yeah. Make it trendy so that you can enjoy yourself at the club and not be like me carrying my shoes going, ow, ow, ow. It's yeah. Like, you know what? Maybe I would have liked clubs better had I dressed like that. Yeah. Or been able to. So you're just resentful that your generation wasn't smart enough to figure that out. Yeah. And I, even though I'm not in that, um, generation i will fully adopt that (laughs) i mean i may not be wearing the crop top but with my leggings but um i appreciate it because it can have some spillover into the rest of our lives yes we can still be trendy with while still being comfortable yeah so not saying i'm going to go to mastro's in my uh workout sports bra and yoga pants but yeah I probably could if it was in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my friend, this is back in the day, or my sister's friend, we went to the steakhouse in Las Vegas, like one of the high-end ones. But this is back in the day, too, where, you know, you're going to steakhouse, you dress up. You're right. I mean, you still do now, but maybe not as much as you did back then. And her friend wore this juicy couture, like pink, 
you know, velour sweatsuit. Yes. And it's a juicy on the butt. And my sister's like, you can't wear that in there. There's like a dress code. She's like, it's Vegas. You can wear whatever you want. I'm like, it, it was like, we were, we were horrified. They got to fight over it. Oh boy. <laughs> like one of them stormed out and it was like a thing. So anyways, now you could. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Anything else? Um, let me see. We will be back next week. There was no birthdays this week. Um, I double checked. There was one on the second, which was Angela, but we announced that last week. But happy birthday again, Angela. And yeah, next week there are some. I'm looking forward to next week. I uh, thank God DJ James is coming. Um, but another eye roll that I see coming is like another pride where it's like they have, they pick their little theme and they dance around and we say, look at like they, they they're so supportive of the community, but it's like rainbow eyelashes. Yeah. Oh, that's so supportive. You should give her an award. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, you can reach out to us on our voicemail, which is 805-VANDER8. Leave us your thoughts. You can email us at VanderpumpRulesParty at gmail.com. If you want us to say anything or read or play your voicemail, just let us know. DM us or email us. Um, I Sarah is Pumpers Nation, so I've been posting a lot of memes. So if you are on social media... Go follow, and I'm sure I'll follow you back because you'll probably comment, and um, I will laugh like I have been at all of your guys' stuff when when you do. I'm like, oh my god, they're so right. And then the podcast is Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram and VPR Party Podcast on Twitter. Yes. All right. Let us know. Okay. Bye. bye.